1: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
2: Chiefs have never led in this game. They fumbled at the eight, or they could have led. Mahomes, Frank for the end zone, wide open, caught, touchdown, Kansas City, Marquez, Valdez, Scantling,
1: 16 yards on a seam up the numbers, and Kansas City has its first lead of Super Bowl 58. KNC Masterpiece back here on 1053 the fan. Did these matchups decide the winner of the Super Bowl yesterday? But before we get to that, we have potential controversy of brewing at the station, I think, or at least confusion brewing yeah. at the station. Corey, what what what's happening here? All right,
2: I just got an email forwarded from Peyton. And Peyton, Peyton, Peyton is on with show? uh Sean and RJ and Bobby in the morning. And he uh, he does the payload, which is a pretty good segment. If you've heard it, I
1: agree. I just wish it was still called WrestleMania.
2: Um, nobody would know that. Nobody would understand it. The now he and Alec have had a bit of a tiff <laughs> mm-hmm. over the last month and a half or so.
1: Oh, do we need to do
2: AM on the FM to give him the <laughs> platform for this too? And Alec, I I am shocked at you. Right now, I'm I,
1: shocked because I don't know what happened.
2: Okay, well, I don't, I don't think you ever realized that this email would get out, but here we are. Oh no! From I'm not John Gruden, from oh, Alec holy Medford holy. to Peyton Russell. The subject says "F you, comma B." Oh my god! And then the but
0: the whole words, the real words. Yes,
2: yes, yeah. No, I know, but yeah, just I can't so they say know,
0: they're not just doing letters; they're spelling it out.
2: And then. <laughs> It's a good point, Mike. I don't know about this. Um, inside the body of the email mm. says P-A-H, and ho is what it there is there. S-my-D. Oh, my God. Talk about my hair again. Like
0: S&D Oyster Bar. I've been there like a long time ago. It's a good place.
2: No. Uh, oh. Talk about my hair again, and I'll F your mom. So that's that was... Alec just emailed this to Peyton out of nowhere. Wow. And then for some reason, this doesn't make sense to me. Peyton forwards it to me. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Do I, do I submit this to the boss? I
1: want you to know that Peyton Russell is back here working on him. stuff and he is red faced crying, laughing.
2: Yeah. He's working very hard for, uh, for the show. And you're just going after him like this. And I'm kind of concerned, Alex. So I,
1: I know exactly what happened. All right. I left my email open. Because I had a phone call to take because my bank called me. And I'm in the fan flash studio and I had my email up because Kevin sends the email with the show sheet and everything. Uh So I was trying to print stuff, but I had to take that phone call and it was noisy in here. Okay. I was on the phone for about 20 minutes. I come back, my email's closed out. I'm like, huh, okay. And you tell me about this information.
2: This is news to me. So he's saying... He got hacked. What do you think about this story right here? <laughs> Sounds like a cover-up to me. Sounds like, well, hold on. What are you, why are you looking at me like that? I'm
1: just saying. You're saying th- you got this, hacked. Has Alec learned nothing from our show? Own your mistake. Yeah. Admit to the people that you're a flawed human being, and we will all <laughs> oh, I'll admit that, but you.
2: this is not what happened. Okay. This is, this is weird, man. This is a weird, the things you say to him. Uh, whenever nobody's looking at Alec. Dying. Yeah, well, I guess I, <laughs> <laughs> But the feud continues, it appears, between Alec and Aiden and himself.
0: <laughs> it's a big battle of producers.
2: Yeah. And
0: we might I wonder what Lucius has to say.
2: Do I, so do I forward this to HR now? How does this <laughs> I didn't know the next that. step? From the two one four team AM on the FM, we
1: might need to have that <laughs> happen tomorrow for a re- a full-on response.
0: All right. When is Chris Strong gonna send his reply
1: on Thursday?
0: <laughs> is so.
1: I, I was reading this article from Sports Illustrated. The part that still exists is so. This is an AI article. <laughs> yeah, maybe actually. Is they had four key matchups that will decide the game, and I wanted to run through these and see if you how you think these matchups played out, and if this is what decided the game. Key matchup number one. Christian McCaffrey versus the Chiefs run defense. And I'm kind of conflicted on this because it felt like Christian McCaffrey got a lot, though not all, of the yards he wanted when he wanted them. But it also felt like the double-team punch-out of the ball on the first drive made it gigantic advantage Chiefs on
0: this. It, to me, felt like they should have ran more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, we'll give credit to Romo, who was harping on that for them.
0: So, looking at the stats, McCaffrey 22 carries for 80 yards, 3.6 an average. You would say Chiefs won that battle. Anytime you hold a guy like McCaffrey under four yards per carry, that would mean he had a bad game. But to your point, I feel like his first two or three first two carries were for 20 yards. Like he, it was six yards, I think, the first one, and then maybe 12 yards the next one. So, if I know you can't do this. I know there's somebody who loves doing this. Well, they ran for 160 it was yards. And and like, well, yeah. one of them was for 70 yards. So if you take, well, they all count. Okay. So I would say that McCaffrey, the way he ran the ball early, you would think to yourself, all right, he's going to have a big game. But then from after that first drive, there weren't many big plays from McCaffrey in the run game. So I would lean on Kansas City won that battle, but. I don't know. McCaffrey twenty-two carries sounds like a lot, but maybe they should have ran him more.
2: The the Niners ran the ball forty-five percent of the time in the first half and forty-two and a half percent of the time in the second half. I, mean, I would like not they, have guessed it was that close. Yeah, it was it was as balanced as it as it could be. Okay. And I think Purdy at one point threw six straight times uh and out of their first ten plays in the second half, and that's because the defense for the Chiefs said, We dare you to throw the ball. And so he does, that's what, I mean, he goes up to the line, and he sees it, and he's like, all right, this is my best option. And that's when they were at their best. They had 17, 9, and 20 yards across four plays in that span. So that's a that's a significant factor, but I, I, do, I agree. I felt like McCaffrey got what he wanted, but maybe that played into the hands that the Chiefs wanted. Okay, what do you think about this
1: one then? Because this is another one, and this is, I think, why the game was so close, because you felt like maybe one side was winning, but when you really looked into it, maybe not, Patrick Mahomes' awareness versus the 49ers front. So I know he gets sacked three times, I believe. Yes. Yes. But I think his awareness, he did pretty well because there were at least two plays where I thought I was amazed that he held onto the ball. I think the Randy Gregory play was one of them where Randy got a hand on him to try to pull him down, but that alerted Mahomes to know, hey, protect the ball, whereas if Gregory could have just hit the ball, but he wasn't close enough to do that. Like, I'm not saying Randy Gregory did the wrong thing at all. It was a heck of a play to catch him and slow him down. But if he was a little tiny bit closer and could have just punched at the ball, that was going to be a fumble. But good awareness by Patrick Mahomes. I thought he did a very good job of awareness because he was getting harassed
2: continually in this game. Again, similar, similar play style. To what they did against the Eagles, the Niners—that is, where they said, "Hey, look, man, we're gonna we're gonna sit our linebackers, our defensive line. We're not pushing all the way. We're not over pursuing. We're gonna make you make a move. Once you do, then we'll react." Because they don't want to have that. Hey, uh, he ran right past us. We were over pursuing. So they said, "We'll wait just a little bit." And that's how they were able to, in the first half, kind of take that, take advantage of Mahomes. Not necessarily sacking him the entire time, but just kind of sure. making him make decisions that weren't he wasn't comfortable with. But then, like throughout the game, and and I know Mike, you've been saying this, they did slow down. the The Niners' defense slowed down from what they were early in the game. And I don't know if that's just experience. You know, the Chiefs have the experience of understanding the surge you're going to get, the rest you'll get at halftime because it's so long and all that. But they did slow down, and Mahomes was able to do some other things. But they also forced it by Mahomes running the ball, by Mahomes doing some other different things with the with the game. So that became a big problem: was that they did slow down enough. And then, they, like we said earlier, they said, we have to start blitzing, uh, and then Mahomes takes advantage of them there.
0: I think what was so great watching Mahomes is, you have to understand, he doesn't have anybody close to C D Lamb on his team. Nobody can sure. win a one-on-one matchup. Even Kelsey can, but they try to get him into favorable matchups, and really, I feel like Kelsey takes a, a, an advantage of a lot of zones. He knows where to sit. He knows where to find those open areas, and... I just think that Mahomes early on in the game. I understand what Romo was saying. At one point, he's like eleven of thirteen. He's like, Mahomes isn't having a good game. I'm like, man, this is a high standard when you're eleven of thirteen throwing the ball, and he'd been sacked a couple times because he's like, feel like like I hear you
1: statistically for sure,
0: but didn't it feel like he was having
1: a very humdrum game because they couldn't move the ball or. They couldn't capitalize on
2: moving. There weren't a lot of big plays. Yeah, yes and
0: no, but when they would show from – they're like, see how they're containing him, and he's trying to break – he's trying to break out of the pocket because nobody's open. He's in the pocket. He sees all four people in a route, and all four people aren't getting open. So then he's like, well, let me get into scramble drill, and I thought San Francisco did a good job. But I'm like, what is Mahomes doing so wrong here when you see the drop back – You never saw Romo go, see, if he just holds the ball for a second longer, you see how this guy's getting open? Like, well, you can do that with Dak all the time. He's like, no, everybody's covered. So he's trying to break containment here to then get into scramble drill to see if somebody can get open out of that. So, yes, I think that you're right, but I think I'm also right in a way like –
2: It can be more than one thing. It's another Peyton and Alec uh, square off right here with Mike and Kevin. But
0: Mahomes wasn't playing great, but I don't think he doesn't have anybody who can – who can then dominate on the outside. Like, Rice may be in the future, but right now, he's still limited as a player. It's interesting. That kind of ties into the next point is how do you
1: think the Chiefs receivers did against the 49ers zone? Because when you talked about how the 49ers slowed down in the second half, obviously, that runs parallel to... Travis Kelsey breaking out and them having more success against the 49er zone. And then you have to dive into, we haven't even really talked about Greenlaw's freaky injury.
2: Yeah, that was a weird situation where you saw it and you're like, and you're like, they're on grass. They're on on natural turf right now. And so that's, that's the, there were a couple of things, uh, some of the motion that they did to set that up, but also their mesh, like their mesh is where that really, Kevin, they took advantage of the zone because they have crossing routes underneath that set up Rice has one and Kelsey has one that were significantly big yards because they were able to cross up the zone and Mahomes was able to pick up what they what where that open space was about to be on which side and then later in the game because they did that it opens up another moment I don't know if you if you recognize this there's a moment where Mahomes sees that mesh Rice and they cross But Kelsey recognizes that Mahomes has space if he wants to run. So Kelsey, while he's running across field, sees it, turns upfield and just goes, takes a safety with him. And then Mahomes is able to pick up a first down. So Kevin, for what they did against their zone and the ability to go up against that front four, I thought they played like it had to take a lot of patience to get there. You know, they—they they, all the things they did late in the game were not things that they were doing early in the game either. So it was good. It was good uh, transition to what they needed to do late.
1: And then the last thing I wanted to throw out there is Brock Purdy's accuracy against the Chiefs secondary. And if we're talking about players who impacted this game, but like the stats don't always necessarily, necessarily reflect it. I thought hell of a job by the Chief Secondary yeah. for the most part yesterday. Yeah, it was
2: wonderful. Um, and there there were a couple of drops by Debo, right? Like he had he had a couple that you were like, wow, that was not typical of him. And McCaffrey, I mean, they Romo calls it out. He finally gets the coverage he's looking for. Brock Purdy, and he has to call a timeout because it wasn't what it wasn't what he had single coverage with McCaffrey for an easy first down and they have to call a timeout. But yeah, man. They were they were fantastic. That's last another
0: night. question I have. That had to be a cramp by Debo Samuel. There's not a human being alive. I don't care they how you strong, strong you are. you can't rip a hamstring or strain a hamstring and then just go. I'll just play through it and just run normally. So I'm assuming when he had the hamstring issue, yeah. it cramped on him. There was nothing that was like a rip or a you know a, a major strain or anything.
1: And I know we'll talk more about Greenlaw as we go along. But when you saw that injury, and when I thought at the moment that Debo was like, hurt, hurt. I was like, man, this is just not their day. They're dropping quality players left and right. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights.